They trap him in the corner. He's going out, throws it away. Poole got it and scored! They're down one. They throw it ahead to Brown. He goes up and dunks it with 13 seconds. Game's not over. And the Warriors will call a timeout with 13 seconds to go. Dub Nation, you're listening to the Warriors post up with the voice of the Warriors, Tim Roy. Warriors lose tonight to Denver 128-123. to Tim Roy, Tom Tobert, R.C. Davis will uh, come in to close this one out. He is our closer on Warriors Radio. Uh, just a, a real, uh, I don't know, i you know, I got to be honest with you. Tonight I really don't know where to start. It was just a crazy game. The Warriors did not play well in the first half. They gave up 70 first-half points um, and scored only 52. They didn't get much out of the bench tonight. And, you know, even though the numbers scoring-wise don't look too bad for the bench, but but just, you know, all the plus-minus, you can tell they were on the floor when Denver built their lead. And and uh, then the Warriors come back. Uh, they have a chance, and they a couple of turnovers. Now they're down by 10 with 74 seconds to go. And lo and behold, the Denver Nuggets become uh, very courteous and, and uh, decide to give the Warriors a couple of chances. The Warriors with a brilliant trap. Off of a, a made bucket, they get a turnover and a score, and, and they had a chance to win the game. They had a chance to tie the game. 13 seconds to go down three. It was a pretty crazy game because early on, the first quarter, both teams were just on fire. Nobody could miss. Second quarter, Nuggets continued on that path. Warriors took a divergent path and weren't making shots. Getting, the one, the getting one, good uh, shots. The one less traveled? Yeah, the one you don't want to be on. Okay. Uh, we call that one Brick City. So they they just couldn't make shots. The offense was working, and they were getting shots. They just couldn't make shots. And the Nuggets were hitting big shot after big shot. And then the second half, I thought the the defense turned to, turned it around a little bit in the second uh, in the third quarter. But really, it was the offense. Their offense got clicking. Uh, they started hitting some shots. Got some offensive rebounds in the fourth quarter. I mean, they put up seventy one points <laughs> in the second half. So, I mean, that's a massive amount. I, I mean, as good as the Nuggets were in the first, they were even a little bit better than that in the second. So the offense was really, really good. It's just you get behind by 20 points, and the Nuggets didn't need to do that much offensively. They did more than enough by scoring 58 in the second, and I just thought they played really, really well. Uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope hit some big shots for him. Bruce Brown hit some massive shots at the end, hit a three a driving layup, which I thought he took a little too soon. Both those shots, and he hit both of them. So good on him for uh, having the the stones to go out there and not only take those shots, but make those shots. Michael Porter Jr. hit some threes, and Jokic is Jokic. You know, you're just average 26-point triple-double, 12 rebounds, 10 assists. That's just what, uh, just what Jokic does. But, look, they had some fight, and they got back in this thing offensively things started clicking a little bit for him Draymond got involved offensively in the second half but really what it came down to and this is simple as I could put it their bench just wore out the Warriors bench I mean their bench was much better than the Warriors bench uh Christian Brown he didn't the numbers won't uh, wow you but I thought he played really, really good defense, uh, chipped in with five rebounds, three assists, only four points. Bones Highland was really good, I thought. And and Jeff Green played well. DeAndre Jordan uh, gobbling up rebounds, blocking shots. And the Warriors just couldn't get it going offensively with that 
second unit. So I just thought the second unit tonight played better than the Warriors' second unit, and it was pretty decisive in the way they outplayed them tonight, and the Nuggets come out of here with a uh, nice victory for them. DeAndre Ayton on the free-throw line for Phoenix. Just missed the front end of two, down two with 1.2 to go in overtime to Portland. So that game ending uh, crazy. Now, Denver got their lead in the second quarter. Yep. And, and you know, really right at the end of the first quarter, the bench came in. That, that's where they lost the lead. But to me, it's it, it, very easy to, uh, to look at this and, and to see what happened because we had 14 lead changes and five ties in the first quarter. This game ended with 14 lead changes and five ties. Yeah, I know. Once they got the lead, they kept it. They were they never gave it up. Working uphill all night long. No, absolutely. They went down 20, I think, twice. And it's, that's hard to come back from those type of deficits. You almost got to be perfect because anytime you backslide a little bit, it's like, oh, we're on a 12 0 run. We're with an 8. Well, all they need is a 6 0 run. They're back up 14. It seems like, oh, man, that, that hill's big again. But. Hey, this is the league, right? I mean, Denver goes into Utah and gets mopped, absolutely mopped, and then they come here and win a game as the with the Trailblazers win. No, eight, the, yeah, oh, the Trailblazers won that. Missed it on purpose, and then Landale oh, had a chance oh, for a oh, layup, oh, oh, and he got the layup look and missed it. Wow! At the horn, you don't see that every day. <laughs> Holy cow! Wow! Again, this is great radio. We're doing play by play off a TV monitor for. <laughs> Randy Bennett's got to teach him better on that play. Uh, no, I like Jake Longdale. Uh, uh, I mean, look, they go into Utah, get mopped up, come in here, get a victory. So it's, you know, you, you got to bring it every single night. You're playing against some uh, tremendous teams. They didn't even have Jamal Murray tonight. Yeah. And they came in here and, and got this win. So, and again, you asked me or I told you or uh, uh, one of those two, I'm not sure, okay. uh, where this team fits in the landscape of the Western Conference. I and I'm you. not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Like, I'm pretty sure about Memphis, the Clippers, and the Warriors. I'm pretty sure that those three will be in the top four, I think. Like, I, Dallas? I, I, no, no, not not over those three. I think those three, okay. are, I think those three are better than Dallas. We're... Denver fits could be four, could be five, maybe three. I don't know. I just uh, those three are the ones I feel the best about saying, barring injuries, that'll be whatever it is two, three, four, one, three, four, one, two, four, whatever. They'll be three of the top four. Then you have some other teams that I'm not sure where they're going to fit. Uh, Denver won't vault, won't slide too far down. I feel pretty good about that because when they bring Murray back, they're just going to be two. Too talented. Uh, do they fit with Phoenix? That's kind of the group. Dallas, they're kind of in that group uh, a little bit too. You know, Minnesota's a newcomer. New Orleans, do they fit in that group? Are they? Are they're, they? Are they quite there I'm, yet? I'm telling I, you, they're going to be. I agree. Good. I agree. And and Zion looked great. I mean, his body looks really, really good. So it, it's going to be really interesting. Uh, I don't know where all those other teams fit, but we'll look at this. All-star break, and obviously at the end of the year, and we'll see how many of those teams. I could almost guarantee you two of those three. Two of those three teams I mentioned will be in the top four. I mean, I feel real strong about that. I feel good about all three of them being up there, but other than that, not really sure. That's why it makes it intriguing. Yeah, you know, and it's um, it's. Uh, I think the the West is as balanced as it's been in a while. There's a there's a bunch of, you know, as you said, really good, and then there's a there's a couple that. Uh, 
that, that are, have a chance to be special. Yep. And then, you know, there's only a, a couple of teams right now that you can say are automatically, more than likely, not going to challenge. And so, yep. um, so when you take that into account, um, that means that there's very few nights where a team can roll into town and say, okay, we got to win tonight. So, uh, so I think that's going to make it very, very curious. And so Sacramento on Sunday. The Kings, Mike Brown coming Mike back. Brown come back, yeah. Yeah, I love, wish love him, Mike I Brown. wish him the best. Yeah, he's awesome. He's so. a really, uh, really cool guy. It'd be good. It'd be nice to see them get going up there. They they have such a passionate fan base, and for the, I called a lot of those games uh, when they had you know Weber and Devots, Stojakovic, Bibby, all those guys, Christie. I mean, that was a fun team to to watch play basketball. I still think to this day. The Warriors might challenge them, though, be honest with you, now that I think about it. I, I always said they were the best half-court passing team I'd ever seen. I mean, that ball was incredible. And I still will say it's the best the best passing big men tandem I've ever seen with Devots and Weber. Yeah. I mean, whew. Yeah, the, though I, I got to say that, that you know, uh, the, again, they're not in the conversation, I think, for that. But, but they would be uh, – Bogut and Draymond were pretty good. Yes, you know, I agree. Back in the day, I agree. I'll still take Devots and Weber, but they're right there. Were they one of the? I wonder where they'd stack up as to best teams never to win a championship. Well, they gotta be in there. They I mean, have to be right well, there. Yeah, they? I mean the, the Utah Jazz. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, that, yeah, that's a good one too. The Jazz team. That those were really good teams. The, so, the Sonics teams. The yeah, the Blazer teams. Our so, Steve mentioned Sonics. Like basically anybody the Bulls played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, anybody that yeah. ran into the or, Bulls, you know, the, the other one, um, the Milwaukee teams of the '80s. Ooh, yeah. Either the Celtics, they lost to either the Celtics or the Sixers, and there was a couple of years back then. The first round was three games. They would win fifty-six games and be gone in three <laughs> because they had to play Boston or Philly in the first round. Was that like, was the Nelly <laughs> coach teams, right? Yes, yeah, those exactly. are really, those are really, Mont really good Creef teams. And those guys. Yeah, yeah, those are really, really good teams too. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I'd like to see. Like I'd like to see them have some success because I know they have a passionate fan base, and I'd like to see Mike Brown have some success, absolutely too. And selfishly, and you've talked about this, I've talked about how cool it would be to have the Lakers and Warriors good at the same time because of that rivalry. It'd be pretty cool to have oh. the Kings and Warriors good at the same time too, absolutely. because I don't think they've ever been good no at the same time. I and mean, mostly they're bad at the same time. Uh, history <laughs> history shows. They've been bad at the same time plenty of times. Well, I, good at I, the same time? I was, I was with the Kings when the uh, the Warriors were still pretty good with the uh, the uh, early 90s teams. Yep. And then I went to the Warriors, and the Kings got really good. <laughs> so I'd like well, yes, You know, you know like, how to pick them. Yeah. I'd like to see the both teams be good for once, just so I could try that one. It would be fun. So. It would definitely be fun. So we will see you here on Sunday afternoon. Yes, enjoy uh, your Saturday. Enjoy some college football. Yeah. Looking forward to sitting on the couch, having a couple beers, and watching the games tomorrow. Yeah, I get to do a, a daytime kick, which is nice. Yes, that's right. No longer pack 12 after bed. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the eight o- the, we had an 8 o'clock kick a few weeks ago. We didn't get off the air like midnight. That's rough. <laughs> that, that, that's a rough one. Should be a good game tomorrow, though. And I'm always rooting against the scum devils, so uh, go Stanford. <laughs> Boy, those old traditions from the old Pueblo, they, they go die hard. hard. <laughs> yeah. They die hard. <laughs>